Yes, sir. It's me, Dan Benjamin. How are y'all doing? It is the last day of 2020. I sure I'm ready to say goodbye to uh, to this year. <laughs> Crappy. You know, people are all pointing out, oh, there were some good things about 2020. Yeah, there were some. I just couldn't think of any. Okay. Like I said, I'm Dan Benjamin, and uh, this is the live stream. Welcome to Benjamin Nation. We're going to get started today with some news. And I've got a big topic I want to talk about today that I think you're all going to know exactly what it is. Well, you probably know what it is. <laughs> Hi, Keith. Uh, hey, Blake. Hey, Ben. Hey, Andy. Yeah, you can catch it live when I remember to do it uh, in the afternoon. Well, I don't remember to do it. I had to do it in the afternoon today because I had a very busy morning. And then I had to uh, record a couple things. I was a guest on a podcast. I can't talk about it yet. But I am going to be a guest on tomorrow's episode of Podcasting 2.0, the Adam Curry, Dave Jones show, where I have a little thing that I've been working on for a while that I'm going to be talking about. So uh, that will be fun. It's kept me very busy uh, getting it ready in time, but I need to sleep. I need to sleep. So what are y'all doing for New Year's? Is anyone doing anything for New Year's right now? I'm going to hit that button again. Oh, it didn't like it. It didn't like it. That's what's going on. Uh, But I'm not doing anything for New Year's. My son said, Dad, this year I really want to stay up late. I really want to stay up and, uh, and, and watch uh, the ball drop and enjoy it. And I said, this is the wrong year, my son. Not this year. Next year, hopefully things will be really great. And seeing a ball drop and seeing the crowds and everything. But th- this year, eh, this is the wrong year to stay up late. I don't even know if I'm going to be up at midnight this year. Last year was a huge party. My buddy Keith set up this big thing at the uh, the Alamo. They have this thing called the Highball. There's this big New Year's Eve party. Got to go to that. Little did we know that that would be our last chance to party. Andy says he's dressing up for couch night. Keith, you're not going to bed at 1030. Are you talking crazy? What are you talking about? <gasps> Hi, Ivan. Hi, Blake. So you're working, so you'll just be in a hotel in L.A. Blake, are you in a hotel in L.A.? Or do you work in a hotel in L.A.? And if so, which one? We must know these things. But while while you type that up, Blake, I'm going to show you a little bit of news. Oh, and I'm, I've got a little dilemma here. It's a little thing I've been thinking about. Right there, and you guys can't see it, but right there is a whole other room. And on that back wall... I've got a a wall-sized shelf with all kinds of cool stuff on it. Stuff. I've got tons of stuff. Toys and cool, weird gadgets and things. And I was thinking, you know, this backdrop here, the sound panels, is fine. It's good, right? It's good. But if I did it there... I'd have this cool backdrop of, of fun stuff behind me with just a little book on it. You know, it'd look good. What do you guys think? Should I switch it up? I don't know. Oh, okay. Blake says I'm in a hotel in Pittsburgh. I'm a pilot, so I fly to LAX later tonight. Very nice. LA is not a bad place to spend New Year's. I've, I've never done that, but it's a party. 
every time I've ever been there. That's because I'm there. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Kids who head soccer balls are more likely to develop dementia, neurologists say. This uh, ties into everything that we've heard about other contact sports like football, especially the NFL, but college as well. Uh, boxing, of course, even hockey, other sports like that. What they say is that uh, repetitive collisions of the brain are what cause this disease. Um, and it's, it's neuro, neurodegenerative diseases are, are serious. Well, it, you often think that this comes from the big collisions, right? That, that the, the guy is smashing into each other and their helmets colliding. And yes, that can cause problems. But actually, what apparently causes a lot of these neurodegenerative diseases is multiple repeated but small repeated or repetitive collisions. That seems to be the thing. It's called CTE, and that stands for chronic traumatic encephalopathy or encephalopathy. I'm not a doctor, okay? I mean, I'm not a perfect person. But if you do this a lot, including heading a ball, hitting the soccer ball with your head, apparently this can also cause it. It's not necessary to have a concussion. It's, uh, but they're now seeing this in people who are in the World Cup and, and these other famous people, these other famous soccer players. And no, it's not called football. I don't care what your country calls it. It's soccer to me. And uh, basically, they're saying that even just heading the ball, listen to this, heading the ball 20 times in practice causes immediate measurable alterations in brain functioning. They've confirmed this in multiple studies. They say that, uh, that it's consistent with research on repetitive impacts that occur from other sports like downhill mountain biking. When you're riding over rough terrain, it can do this kind of thing. Did you know that? It's crazy. Hmm. What's this? Oh, this mug right here? Maybe you've seen these. This is the bacon method mug. And it has instructions on What does this say? It says bacon method. It says cold oven, middle rack, 400 degrees, 20 minutes. Look at that. Wow. Come to think of it, these are really cool mugs that tell you how to do the bacon method. Baconmethod.com. I used to sell these things. I'm going to be selling them again. I'm reopening the bacon method store uh, probably within the next few days, maybe over the weekend, I'll get it done. And you yourself will be able to order one of these lovely mugs. And uh, maybe I'll do magnets again, too. But mugs seem to be the real popular thing, not the stickers or the magnets. Uh, so if you've always wanted a Bacon Method mug, someone I was, I guessed it on a podcast this morning, and uh, they jokingly said what a lot of people have said, which is, I won't be known for anything that I've done in podcasting. No, no, I will be known for creating BaconMethod.com. I didn't invent the Bacon Method. I just named it and explained it and made a website about it. Laugh while you can, monkey boy. Yes. Uh, so what, uh, what are you saying right now? Keith says, yes, that's like my Lego wall for streams. Andy loves a Bacon Method. It's the only way. And Keith, yes, you have a Bacon Method mug. But I think, I think people might want these. So I'm going to, I think I, the problem is you got to order a bunch of them. I have to order like at least a couple hundred which means I've got to sell at least a couple hundred. But you know what? If I get one sale every few days, I guess I guess that's what I'm going to do. Now, there's one. This is the soundbite I've been wanting. It's Okay. Did so you, what? What was it? Did you hear that delay? So what? Okay. Why was there such a delay before that played? Anyway, so don't head the ball is the thing. Oh, remember we were talking about the coronavirus variant? Uh, well, guess what? Yeah, 
It's here. Surprise, right? No. Yes, it is a surprise. It is a surprise. The uh, UK coronavirus variant is in the US. And you know what they're saying it needs is we need mitigation measures. No, no kidding. Really? I had no idea that we might need to be careful with this kind of thing. Uh, yeah. It's been detected in California. It's in Colorado. It's everywhere. It's called the B1.1.7 variant. They say it is more transmissible than COVID-19. Now, I don't, I guess it's not COVID-19. It's a coronavirus that started as COVID-19 and now is something else. But they're saying it's not deadlier. It's actually doesn't hurt, hurt you as much. And it is also not resistant to the vaccines or other treatments. Uh, so we've got that now. And oh yes, uh, you you asked. This is the this is the haircut. When I went in there, I told my uh, the lady, my barber. She's been cutting my hair for a long time. I said I kind of like growing it out, but the sides. And I I went like this with my hands, and I pulled it, and the sides came out to about here, right about here. And uh, oh, see, that's what I don't have there. I do have it. The theater of the mind. Steve, for those people listening on the podcast, it came out to about here. And she says, well, your hair is never going to look good if you intentionally mess it up. And I said, can you fix this, though? And she said, I can fix it. So a, li- a little a little haircut later, and uh, here we go. I'm, I'm beautiful again. That's all it took. That's all it took. So anyway, what can we do about this new strain? Nothing. Uh, it, it, it just means it's going to be harder to contain than the one that we have now. But if it's essentially the same virus, then it would prevent us from getting what might be the worst kind of coronavirus, the bad one. I don't know. Mm. No one knows yet. So, and the reason I keep looking over here is because I have my phone sitting over there and I'm waiting to see if I get a message from my buddy, John Roderick. John and I usually record at 1 p.m. Central Time on Thursdays and it's almost 2 p.m., and usually, about quarter after, he texts me and says, I'm on my way. And I say, all right, I'm ready to go. But today he didn't show up. I hope he's okay. This is the second time he hasn't shown up, and it's weird. So I don't, I don't know. Comrade, you are. What do they say in the chat room here? They're saying things. Sharkification, Hi. Adam says, I feel like there should be a tofu method mug for your vegan friends. I used to eat. Uh, I was I was never vegan, but I was vegetarian for years. And it did not work for me, despite trying really hard. Uh, but I wouldn't know what to do with tofu these days. Uh, or it, someone else can do that website. <laughs> uh, Tyler says, I've been bacon methoding since alligator in the bathroom. That's a reference to... Well, the first episodes to back to work. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope I hope John's OK. I'm sure John's OK. Right. Oh, and while while I have you here, I want to say uh, please like and subscribe. Hit the hit the bell, uh, because if you do that, uh, that tells YouTube that you're here and it, it it's a big deal. It's going to help me in a lot of ways. I want to keep doing the show. And since it's not making any money, maybe it's making people have a good day. And that's what I would like to know. So do that by liking and subscribe. If you're watching this, just hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. It makes a huge difference. I'm telling you. Okay. This is leading up to... See, I made I made hot cocoa 
or do you call it hot chocolate? Which do you call it? But I made it right before I started the show and I'm worried it's going to, I want to finish it, but I feel weird. Like, so I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what we're going to do. I want to finish this. So every time I finish it, you can use that as an opportunity to hit the like and subscribe buttons on YouTube. Did you do it? No, you didn't do it. Okay. We good? You hit? Okay, good. Spotify is about to know way more about what podcasts you enjoy, even if you don't use Spotify. This is an article by uh, Ashley Carmen. What's your name, dude? I've talked to her a few times. Uh, she's a very smart person working at The Verge and really gets podcasting. Uh, but basically what's going is yesterday... Uh, and well, actually this is, uh, back in November, but th there's a reason why I'm, I'm mentioning this. She says yesterday back in November, uh, Spotify spent 235 million to acquire megaphone. Now, why am I talking about what isn't an, an old, uh, article today? Because Spotify and Amazon and Apple are all vying to be the big platform. And I tweeted yesterday, I said, there is no, no one company is going to be able to dominate podcasting because people keep saying and, and when they were tweeting about this, uh, this other link that, I'm, that is my main topic of the day, uh, people, they, they're tweeting saying, oh, with what Amazon just did, they're trying to dominate podcasting. I've got to tell you. No company, no one company is going to ever dominate podcasting. How do I know it? Um, I'll give you some examples. Uh, how, which company dominates movies? Which one dominates movies? Is it Universal or is it is it 21st Century Fox or is it, oh, maybe it's Sony Pictures. Oh, no, it's, it's Marvel. No, actually, no one company dominates. Oh, wait a minute. Well, which, which one dominates television then? All right, it's NBC, right? Or is it ABC or CBS? Okay, well, never mind. Hang on. What about streaming? There's definitely a dominant player, right? Of course, it's Netflix. I mean, Hulu. I mean, HBO Max. I mean, Amazon Prime. You getting the idea? No one company is going to ever dominate. But there's something very different about podcasting than these old school media companies, right? What's different about it? All right. Anyone can make a podcast. You can buy one of these and you can plug it into your computer and you can start talking. And if what you say is compelling, you'll get people listening to it. And if those people listen to it, just like all y'all do, tell your friends about it and more people will listen and more people will listen. And the beautiful thing about that podcast that you just made is that it can be everywhere. It can be on Apple podcasts. It can be on Spotify. It can be on Amazon Music, Audible. It can be everywhere. It can be on Deezer. It can be on Stitcher and TuneIn and everywhere else in the world, that one podcast. And if it's good, it can be everywhere. Now, wait a minute. What about someone like Joe Rogan who decided to join Spotify because they were paying him millions and millions and millions of dollars, way more than he would make by just continuing to do the show on his own the way he had been. And of course, Spotify wants to make it exclusive and just, just let people who are paying subscribers get to some of their content. And that's interesting, right? I mean, that's, that's a val valid way to bring people in. It makes sense. But does that mean that it's going to be dominated? No, no. 
what I think if the best I've been able to do is to say one of these platforms might be trying to dominate the for pay podcast space. It might be. Will that be Amazon? Will it be Spotify? Apple has not really done that yet. Not really. They haven't really entered into that space. But it's a very interesting space, and it's very interesting to see what's going to happen in that space. And here's the article that I'm talking about, of course. Actually, I have two different articles. One's on The Verge, and one is the actual uh, um, article on Amazon. But Amazon has bought Wondery. They're saying it sets itself up to compete against Spotify for podcast domination. This, again, is uh, Ashley talking about this. Uh, Wondery is now part of Amazon Music. So if you know what Wondery is, Wondery was this podcast studio that uh, started true crime podcasts like Dirty John. Uh, You might have heard of Dirty John because it went on to become a TV show. And it was a really well done TV show. I, I enjoyed it. I never listened to the podcast, though. But... There are a lot of other shows that they've done that have gone on and either are going to become or have already become like essentially television shows. So, of course, this goes out to to be part of Amazon Music and their content will be made for Amazon Music. But what what has um, excuse me, what has Amazon really done here? What they've done is they've said, we want to create really compelling audio content and we just happen to have like this production division for TV stuff. And it does seem natural that a good podcast can become a good TV show like Dirty John that Wondery did. So you know what? Okay, cool. Let's let's get this this production house that's making this great entertainment. They bought a production studio. They bought a production studio whose specialty is podcasts that convert really well into television. That's a really, really good purchase. Now they spent 300 million on it. Is it worth $300 million? I don't know. But in the long run, the payoff, maybe. They've got some very creative, creative people over at Wondery. But we don't know really what's going to happen. But just because they now have a really good content division in-house, does that mean that they will dominate podcasting? Are they going to shut out Spotify? No, absolutely not. In fact... All this does, as Adam Curry said, is it really, it just paves the way. It paves the way for independent content creators to stand out. Anytime you hear about an acquisition like this, it's good for the independent podcaster. And I'll tell you exactly why it's good for the independent podcaster. Someone like me, for example, or you, if you're a podcaster. Because what's going to happen is all of this content is now going to belong to Amazon and Amazon Music. It's not a bad thing. But for people who don't want to sign up and pay for Amazon Music, or for people who aren't interested in paying for that stuff at all, or for people who want to have a direct relationship with the creators, like you guys do with me at uh, patreon.com slash danbenjamin, um, not a lot of you guys support what I'm doing here, but some of you do, and it helps. It really makes a difference. Uh, That is the future of independent podcasting. And when an independent company like Wondery is taken out of the mix... That's space for us. It's not a bad thing because a lot of people are now going to reject that content. Yes, a lot of people who would never have heard it before are going to be involved in it and be able to check it out and listen to it and all that stuff. So that's good. It brings it to a new audience. But uh, it doesn't really 
it doesn't really mean that independent podcasters can't keep doing what they're doing. And guess what? Now you can be the next Wondery, and you can get acquired if you want. Mm, peanut butter. Okay, and while I take a sip of this hot chocolate or cocoa, this would be a good time for you to hit the like and subscribe button. Or if you're listening somewhere else, like as a podcast, you could rate the show on iTunes. You could. Did you click it? Thank you. Uh, so here's what it says. It says here in the chat room, uh, Tyler says, thanks, Dan. This really does help me out. Happy end of 2020 to everyone. Yay. <laughs> Goodbye. Good riddance, 2020. Blake is like, him. subscribe. Tyler says, I can only ring so many bells. Tyler. You need to ring this bell. Unring one of the other ones. Steve says, I use Spotify daily for music, but I don't like it for podcasts. That's just wrong. Uh, and someone else agrees with him. Tyler agrees with him. Uh, Charles says, Spotify is hostile to podcasts in every respect. Buying podcast networks, creating a walled garden, and building an awful player interface. I'm not a big fan of the Spotify player in general. I've, I've grown accustomed to it. I've adapted my behaviors to it. And it's fine. Uh but there are a lot of people who echo what you guys are saying here in the chat, which is it it's not how I want to listen to podcasts. Um, and there that's the amazing thing about podcasts is there, except the ones that are locked up behind Spotify and, and maybe Amazon, uh, is we can listen to them how we want. We can listen to them where we want. We can listen to them when we want. And that's what makes podcasting so great. So... I'm not opposed to this. I don't think it's bad. It, you had a group of people who made some really good content that translated well into TV. And Amazon said, we want that. We want that content. And we want the people who can make that content. We don't know how to do it. So we'll get these people. It's only $300 million. That's like lunch for the CEO for a week. So, uh, I mean, where's my $300 million? Anyway. <laughs> so it's not a big deal. It's not bad. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just expected. It's expected. Um, so, you know, uh, yeah, and, and Brianne says it's just like the heyday of indie versus major record labels. This is true. Except indie record labels have not traditionally done as well as the big record labels. I am very curious to see what podcasting looks like in a few years because the path to being successful in podcasting, in my opinion, shouldn't be start up a podcast, have some success, make a production studio, do a few more, have some success, and then get bought by. I don't like that. What I'd rather see, what I would rather see would be something where the bigger platforms like this work out deals to distribute. And this is just the way it works in the movies uh, behind the scenes where you can go and make your movie. Let's say it's a documentary, like the one that I'm starting to work on. Of course, I want that to be seen by as many people as possible. So you might shop it to Netflix or Hulu or one of these other companies. Netflix is not making most of the shows that are on Netflix. Even the ones that say a Netflix original doesn't necessarily mean that Netflix made it. It's actually a smaller production company that might be five people, might be 50 people, might be 100 people, whatever. But it's not like you drive up to the Netflix backlot and go onto the Netflix studio and start recording at Netflix. Netflix might fund it. They might find out about your project and decide to fund it, making it a Netflix joint, right? Or you might be able to uh, 
have something that you've already made and you want to get distributed and Netflix could do that. There's something interesting there. And I just feel like we should pay attention to this as although I'm involved in the podcast industry, I'm also an observer of the podcast industry in a way. And I'm very curious to see what happens in a few years. Is that going to be the path that it's more about distribution? How do you get, but I'll tell you what else. Right now, I'm streaming this to YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch, and I want to get on LinkedIn. I need you all to follow me on LinkedIn if you're not following me on LinkedIn, because I need like three or 400 more uh, connections on LinkedIn to be able to stream to them, which is weird, but okay, fine. But I need all of you listening to just follow me on LinkedIn. I don't do anything on there. I'm not going to bother you. I'm not going to solicit you. I'm not going to tell you that you know, we need to have a call, like everyone tells me on LinkedIn every day. But follow me there so I can get the content there. But I think that's what it's going to be about. How do I get my content on Spotify? Well, right now, you can go into Fireside. You can click the little button that says Connect to Spotify, and we'll push your stuff out to Spotify and collect your stats for you. It's simple. But maybe to get on there at some point, there's, there's going to be monetization that they can provide if your show is there. That, to me, sounds more interesting. You can opt into it. I want my content on Spotify, right? And maybe I can make some money from having my content on Spotify. I just, why does Spotify need to own it? Well, the reason why is so that they can get people to pay money because the only place you can hear show XYZ is on Spotify and only if you pay a certain amount of money per month. That's their business model. Their business model isn't helping anyone. They don't want to help you. Uh, they don't want to help podcasters. They want to have the best content. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I want to make the best content. I just want it to be everywhere. So it's an interesting situation. It's an interesting situation. That's kind of all I have for you all today. I am working on a couple new format ideas for this show, though, because this has kind of been an experiment up until now. I haven't really been sure exactly what I wanted to do with this other than just talk to you guys and have some fun and tell you about the news that I thought was interesting and share my thoughts about it. I'm going to keep doing that here, but there are some other things I'm going to be introducing soon. And my hope is that uh, you will stick around for that as well. Uh, this is the last one of these that I'll be doing, obviously, for 2020 and good riddance. I'm going to try and do one tomorrow, New Year's Day. I am not happy with doing them from my house. The lighting is bad. The audio isn't great. I don't have as much control over what goes on. The streaming situation is a little weird. I have to do it from my garage or outside, and it's going to be like 40 degrees. So I'm not promising a whole lot. Uh, but if it's possible for me to do one tomorrow on New Year's Day, I will. I don't think I'm going to be coming. Well, maybe I will come in here to record uh, the Podcasting 2.0 show. I haven't decided yet. So just follow me on Twitter if you don't. I'm at Dan Benjamin. You probably do. I realize that the people who listen to this are like my true, I hate to use the word fans, the true jackals are here. You guys have been following me for a long time and I appreciate it. And uh, I don't have any, I, you know, there's a lot of good that happened in 2020, I'm sure. Some of it happened to me, but I, I don't like a year in review. I don't like to talk about it. I just want to get it, get on with the next thing. Let's move forward together and make 2021 better than uh than 2020 was so happy new year and uh, i hope you're safe i hope you're doing something fun if you can and enjoying it even if the fun thing is sitting in a hotel room in la by yourself that's fun it can be fun and all of us 
can kind of reconnect here. But at any rate, let's say goodbye to 2020. Goodbye, 2020. Not going to miss you. And I'll see you guys all 